Hello and welcome back to Podcasting is Practice. I'm David, my pronouns are he and him. Hi, my name is Rob, my pronouns are he and him. I'm Alistair, my pronouns are he and him. And I'm Jamie and my pronouns are also he and him. And we are lucky to have with us um, one half of a better podcast in Hugh from We Don't Talk About the Weather. Hi, I'm Hugh, my pronouns are he and him. And it's very nice to be back on. Very nice to be podcasting at all for the first time in a while. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome welcome back and, you know, welcome back to doing content. (laughs) Yeah, I have returned from the forest. I went deep into the forest (laughs) after the 2019 election to commune with nature and work out what my opinions are on things. And I've come back very much in favour of exactly the same stuff. I've just managed to get back to being angry rather than sad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what what if the Velvet Out Underground put out another album? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so um will we just fucking launch into this because like just straight up this is just gonna be some fucking horrifyingly <laughs> bad content, so um but we'll we'll go into fucking ascending order of bullshit, I suppose. Uh to pre warn the listener, uh Jamie has made notes. Yeah, it's about, the most terrifying don't, don't spectacle. Don't pick it up. Time. I wrote about three sentences. I mean, uh, this is uh, this you... is my point. I mean, how yeah. how bad do things have to be before that happens? Well, it's it's just because like I only I, you know what I mean. I listened to this fucking bullshit twenty minutes before we started recording. And I can't be expected to remember things that long. <laughs> no, that's entirely fair. But I'll kick us off with something different. So, um, did you know that the Tories have selected their new candidate for London Mail? It was in all the papers, wasn't it? It was in the papers, yeah. Yeah, there's the whole fucking thing about the choice of the the, the photo that was used on the front of the Evening Standard, I think, Um, which is the George Osborne paper still. Is that still the case? I think he stepped down from that, but let's just say for argument's sake that it is. Let's just say that it might as well be, because if he was there once, he might as well be there all the time. Um, But yeah, there was a big... um, angry letter from the Tories to say you shouldn't have used that picture because it was unflattering etc etc the 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 dignified British uh, media sector wouldn't use an unflattering picture of a politician on the front page they said oh no never they all they all need to learn a lesson from Angela Merkel right (laughs) there's a reason um... there's a reason that that woman's hand never goes above her shoulder (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we don't know that that's the case at all actually um and we'll find out why so uh susan hall is uh currently a member of the london assembly and as the leader of the conservative uh wing group See, whatever the fuck they would call I've, it. i know nothing about any of this but when you say susan hall is a member of the like conservative member of the london assembly i'm gonna go out on a, a wild limb and say she's a screaming fucking maniac Wow, how did you fucking guess the content? Does she uh, does up. she believe that like fifteen minute cities are coming to fucking eat with children? <laughs> that is part of it. Um there's there's more. Um I, I'm gonna read you some of her campaign statement because it's written in a very fucking weird way. Um I fight can every single day, said James Kirk. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> Every I morning, just... I open Palm Slam the VHS into the slot. It's a deep card. It's a I don't just believe London can be better. I have dedicated my life to making it happen, and it will happen if I am your candidate. 
Can does not want me to be your candidate. When I bumped into him in a lift at City Hall, he could not bear to look at me or speak to me. <laughs> when she says when she says bumped into him, I bet she was like a fucking dodgy Roomba, just like bumping into him in this, in, in this like lift for the, the whole journey up like 12 floors or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is I ended up chatting to his personal protection officers instead. I bet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he has yeah, it's like trouble. a common interview for like protection officers. It's what they call establishing the threat level. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has real trouble with women, as we exposed recently in a compilation video of some of his worst moments. He would certainly have real trouble with me. One of these things I haven't actually watched the video, but I'm almost certain it's going to be, is because um, she's made this complaint about him before that um, he was at some rally or something and someone said if you see a turf punch them in the face and he didn't condemn it immediately so yeah uh, you can see where that's going to fucking go down the line as well because she's absolutely got opinions um <laughs> well I for one <laughs> <laughs> over the last seven years I have felt this that same pain I did before becoming a counsellor watching what Can has done to this city yeah, what Crime hasn't like can't has... done to the city? We we have a Londoner here for like for a change of pace. She'll tell Not you. Much. <laughs> oh, um, I'm sure she knows better than me. <laughs> Crime has been spiraling out of control. Oh, As a woman, going. she certainly knows. She certainly knows her fucking target market, doesn't it? We get a knife crime in a second. Stra- strap in. As a woman, I know the feel. I I know I feel the same as millions of other women do in London. That's the same. As a woman, I know I feel the same as millions of other women do in London. Um, is, she, is she part of the Borg hive mind? Is that what's going on? Um, I would not feel safe walking down a dark alleyway or alone in a park. I clutch my keys in between my fingers when I walk from the underground to my car in case I have to fend off an attack. I used to do that when I was 12 as like a bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. She, yeah. Can't, she can't go into parks at night. They're all locked up at like seven. Well, they are, because otherwise, otherwise, she'd be running around like fucking sucker punching people, like she's in the fucking, like she's in the pit at a hardcore gig or something. You know, what I mean? she's running around with her Wolverine claws of keys in her hand. Just wait, I have not even, I've not even unlaunched into the fucking insane part here. Because um, like, she's like fucking puts on her X Men uniform, and you just hear snicked, and every door on the street opens at once. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! Like, to, to, immediately just fucking changing the tone to serious here. Um, like women do feel unsafe walking about fucking cities at night and shit like that mm-hmm. and that's absolutely 100% a problem um, and she says no women should feel this way and bear in mind this is London on day one of my on day one of my mayoralty I will meet with Sir Mark Rowley and the city hall leadership and set out a new direction for the police yes away this from be, London uh-huh. this <laughs> will be supported by greater investment from city hall in my first budget putting on putting putting us on a path to set record-breaking numbers for police in London. That came oh, yeah. immediately after that as a feel safer. Nothing makes Londoners feel safer than having more police around. Yeah, especially women with the Metropolitan Police. Like, fucking hell, read the room. Yeah. Oof. See, so, like, um, the, the, solution, the solution to women feeling unsafe at night is to abolish men. <laughs> yes. I know it's so popular <laughs> to say that, like, but that, mm-hmm. that's, that's the fact of the matter. We've had, to be men, fair, we've cares? got it coming. Yeah. 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 Aye. Um, 
I will reverse the closures of police hubs that have occurred over the last seven years and set up a specialist unit within the Met to focus on burglaries, robberies, and thefts. Crimes that impact most Londoners all too regularly. Wait, aren't is, normal yeah, shit they don't supposed to like, do with. stuff about that? Oh, wait, am well, I they're, mistaken? Yeah. They're supposed to, but like, See? also they're cops, so they don't. Instead, a- of, instead of police, what you should do is impose Logan's run, but for anyone who's ever gone, oi, oi, in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> you say oi, oi, and the crystal just turns red and it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> That was just as, pretty good. Just as well, we've got a subject matter expert on uh, police hubs and uh, the matter of burglaries and thefts, haven't we, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> um, on actually, I'm going to skip forward a lot, but I'll come back to this last part. Um, just on, on the note of like more, <laughs> just, you know, I don't know, more police and all that kind of stuff. Um, where does she think crime is centered? Uh, the black community has a problem with crime, apparently. That's where she thinks crime uh. centered. I imagine. Mm, yeah. Um, so she she said some shit about this, like the, the, how the black community has a problem with crime. She was asked for more information by Uh-oh. a newspaper. Would you like to expand on this? And expand she did. Oh. I think the black community in London is 13 or 14% more times likely to be stabbed and to be a perpetrator. Wait, what? That sentence doesn't make any sense. 13 or 14% more times likely. Yes. <laughs> fucking hell yes I've been trying to get Sadiq Khan to look at this because black mothers are terrified there is a real problem and he really needs to put some help into those communities because they can only have issues like this if there are real problems of poverty or whatever they are (laughs) whatever they are that's art that's that's art the or whatever they are I think what I think what London needs like, do you know what I mean? Uh, for the the challenges of the future is definitely a mayor that came from fucking Facebook. I think that's like absolutely, <laughs> absolutely the the way like you know the way to like enter the digital future. Listen, listen. In the trifle of this woman's opinions, we have not yet reached reached the soggy sponge. Miss Hall <laughs> the also Karens said, on their wait- long march through the institutions. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Hall also said white politicians were scaled to say what she has because they are mindful of being thought racist. Wait, the only one that can go near this is Sean Bailey because he's black. And because he's black, he can say what he likes, she continued. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. The trouble is, a black person can say these things without being called racist, but it needs to come from all of us saying we've got to help this community to see how we can start to make things better. Oh. <laughs> yeah, big, big your aunt on Facebook. Um, vibes. Uh, <laughs> Just ima- imagine imagine how much rope you could give this woman to hang herself. Like, <laughs> it's like I don't know. J- judging by convinced. that, I would be very wary of giving her any rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty convinced, like, especially, like, with Sean Bailey as well, like, Tories don't really want to be mayor in London. It's much better for them if, like, Sadiq Khan's there for them to blame everything on. Yeah. And that's yeah. why they keep on putting up these people. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, that's better for Labour as the... well, to blame blame shit on, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, on to the... Um, back onto the campaign statement. On housing, I will amend the London plan to promote an increase in affordable family homes instead of tower blocks and one-bedroom flats. For all the families. Um... So that's that's what? good. For, yeah, 
Oh, you don't need you don't need small single person accommodation. That's that's silly. What you need is family homes for families. Uh-huh. Doesn't define what a family is, but you can you, you know what it means. Oh, yeah. Um My mayoralty will focus on creating homes that allow families to grow. So yeah. <laughs> I uh-huh. would reinstate the public land commission to tell us what disused public land can be used to build more homes that Londoners desperately need. And I will adjust. Yeah, so, the so, plan. so, 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 you know, is is it like a fourteen point plan? Uh, would that be a reasonable thing to say? It's fourteen percent times more. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I will adjust the London plan to allow developers to provide more parking spaces on site to avoid uh, the need for controlled parking zones and surrounding roads. They fucking hate parking zones. On oh, whenever Liz, I see them say that, they, all I hear is that they want to take away every bit of green near me and take away my forest. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's true. Um, on Ulez, I will stop the expansion on day one. In its place, I will oh, set out a common, a common sense environment plan that targets funding in areas that have higher levels of pollution. I will work with London boroughs rather than against them in tackling this issue. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Like, yeah. The thing is, just, if I, they start looking at like where's got the bad pollution, where you know you'd need to target something like that. Do you know where it will say you need to do it? Around the outer boroughs, because that's where all the big roads are. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's, it's like, I, I fucking hate you, Les Chat. I'm so bored. It makes me so angry. <laughs> I can't walk my dog without bumping into someone who's got an opinion on you, Les. I can't talk to... Like, the people who have the most virulent opinions, though, are like my in-laws who live in Norfolk. <laughs> <laughs> and who don't come here. Excellent. And it's the same kind of thing as like having opinions about children eating crisps on the train. It's like, <laughs> ah. Oh, it's just so fucking grim. Like she, she's also got a few opinions about cyclists. Um, of course, she does. She wants mm-hmm. to get rid of a bunch of fucking cycling infrastructure. Um, apparently, cyclists cause congestion. Yeah. So, Are you getting rid of cyclists. Kidding? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how do they do? Th- but you can fit so many cars. Like, you can fit so many cyclists in the room of one car. Like, I... Ha- yeah, and uh, <laughs> motorists regularly try and prove this by running them over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she, she, one of these fucking... I, I think all the, the bikes should have registration plates on them and shit like that. Just fucking... No, what really cyclists should, ones. What yeah. cyclist should have is a fucking gun, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Not Jeremy Vine, though. No, no. no. Everyone but him. <laughs> Jeremy yeah. Vine gets a potato gun. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's um, that's what we've got to look forward to. Hopefully, we get some like properly wild independence again, like the, the piss guy and stuff. I'm, I'm hoping assume, that we get some real fucked up ones. I assume Lawrence Fox will probably stand. Almost certainly. Is he not busy being some... the next prime minister? Yeah. <laughs> I had a little look through um or Twitter um and found some some sus fucking tweets. Uh but one of them was uh <laughs> one of them was um that fucking you know the fucking um LGBTQ flag turned four fucking ways to make a swastika that mm. Lawrence Fox had posted. Well she was straight in the comments of that with him. Oh, of course oh she was. Lawrence. Like oh. just 
Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. what the f- there was some other fucking belters. Oh, here we go. Uh, she loved the fucking. Um, she loved the 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 little budget. Big fan of that. Of course, shit. she did. She was also very fucking happy to offer all support and saying it was very good to see Dan Wooten back on the screen only the other day. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh god, maybe he'll lose his job and he'll like run for London Mayor. Oh god. <laughs> I could oh. see like this like with the way it's gonna be shaping up, that we could get some proper lunatics. Like oh, even I'm worse than for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, really want it. I, I wanna know what tops piss guy. That's what I really mm-hmm. want to know. There's gonna be a lot of like really mad ideas for fixing traffic in London and really weird ideas to fix pollution. I, but I mean, they're I all gonna be horrifying. I assume it's not outside the realms of possibility that we get some sort of guy that brings a gun to debate. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hits yeah. hits fucking climate protesters with his car. Uh, just oh, to God. prove how how dedicated he is to like fucking his ideals. That'll be it. It'll be like in the next few months, the first like the first lorry driver to like severely maim a stop a just stop oil protester will be suddenly catapulted to political stardom. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, it's like only like a small step. Mom. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, because 4x4 yeah. mum already got like a spread in the sun of memory serves. Yeah, yeah she peaked too early. Mm-hmm. Fucked it. <laughs> yeah, you need, to, you need to roll that political capital into a fucking uh, mayoralty <laughs> campaign. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's that's what I've got there. Um, so Rob, whatever the fucking fuck disease shit you've got for oh next. yeah uh well i mean you know i think much to our, our own and certainly to our listeners despair um ben wallace has decided to resign as defense secretary and is not longer going to be in politics he's the current defense secretary he's the guy oh, in oh, charge when, of, when, of, when did this come in? <laughs> uh a while ago he was if you don't remember it and of course well hugh might because he's the only one sick enough to listen he was for a good while uh james o'brien's favorite tory because, you know, he Whoa, was... This, what, for fuck's sake. Who, who hasn't been James O'Brien's favourite fucking Tory at this point? Boris Johnson. <laughs> no, Boris Johnson was. Bastard dog. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Boris, Boris Johnson, Johnson was, was during the election in 2019, yeah. I didn't oh, Theresa May, maybe. <laughs> no, no, she would have been a good one, actually, afterwards, yeah. 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 But yeah, like he yeah, got like a, a very uh, like sloppy seconds kind of uh, interview in I think that was the Times or the Telegraph, one of the two, or like on his way out the door, uh, where he told an amusing anecdote about like his you know James Bond level of uh, cleverness. Um, <laughs> before secure communications were established with Kiev, the Defense Secretary referred to the weapon system Britain was supplying to Ukraine as if he was shipping a consignment of drinks. This was of course to confuse the Russians and the FSB and others, I guess. Uh, Wallace, who serves as a captain, blah blah blah, said, I just picked whiskies, so the new anti-tank missile was Glenfiddich, and the harpoon anti-ship muscle were Isla. I would text him saying, I've got some whiskey for you, or the whiskey's on its way. We just picked code words, minister to minister. I'm sure that was Fuck something off. the Russians right, could okay, fucking if this crack. Was, if this was before secure communications had been established, how did yes. they establish the code words? <laughs> <laughs> carrier carrier pigeon secure carrier pigeon <laughs> i think i think this guy's full of shit quite frankly well good news jamie he's been got rid of 
Yeah, he's he's basically been got rid of uh, because basically like um, he his main interest in the last like two years has been like to bump the defense budget to like three percent of GDP uh, because of you know all the all the terrifying things that are in the world. Um, so naturally, there's like an incredible like weird amount of like can't doom wait, and can't, gloom. T- can't wait until we use all that defense spending to get some stout lads in to yeet the weather away from us. <laughs> 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 but yeah like so basically because he's still promoting this pitch to like uh, you know and i'm sure he's not going to turn up as a lobbyist for bae systems in like six months or something but whatever like he's already painting out like uh, in his farewell interview he's painting out um like a doom scenario and he says that it is not entirely not unlikely um that britain will be involved in three simultaneous wars by 2030 mm-hmm. uh-huh uh, the first being sure. a resurgent ISIS or Al Qaeda, but this time in Africa. To you know, uh-huh. it's a sequel, so they have to go on holiday. That's how what they always use when you're running out of material. <laughs> <laughs> Al Qaeda goes uh- bananas. <laughs> um, the second, of course, is uh, Russia, because he states that when uh, Putin loses in Ukraine, he might lash out against specifically the the Ukraine uh, with planes and ships. Okay, okay, good. Cool. Sounds believable. Uh, and we might, and but like this might affect all of us. Um, they might cut the underground cable, so the UK might be without internet. You know, that, yes, uh, do it. Nice. We can finally, we can finally finish the process of shoving this cursed island into the Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> In that brief window where no one can hear you scream. Um, <laughs> yeah, much the same way. If the uh, if the sun went out, you'd have eight minutes of uh, not knowing what was going on. It's a lot like that, except uh, the results are a lot more enjoyable for everyone else on Earth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then like the third big like threat that he says could be a war, but like not really. He immediately classifies as like a cold war, not a real one. Is uh, war, with China. more war and war. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's well, of course China, with China because like they they, yeah. they can't say you know actually we're going to be in a fist fight because like you would lose and lose incredibly badly and also the world can't do without China anymore so you know sucks to be us. Um, yeah, imagine imagine Britain going up against any state that can actually do like infrastructure, just you know, not not even worth mentioning really. I yeah. can't count the I mean, amount of times on this podcast we've asked for. President G to come and fucking save us, so I'm glad Ben Wallace is now predicting it. Yeah, Bre- bring you, us, bring us your high speed rail, and all is forgiven, President G. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, in a, it, 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 of course, he was asked like, "What are you gonna do now?" And I was briefly remembering, um, who the fuck was it again? It was ah, that cunt. Um, Help me out, former deputy leader, Tom Watson. You remember when Tom Watson said he was going to be a personal fitness trainer? No. What? Oh, yeah, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, right after he stepped down, he said, I'm going to be a personal fitness trainer. Was that before or after he sent those weird tweets to uh, that, I can't remember which woman MP it was, uh, saying that he was thinking about them while he was at the gym? I was a journalist. He said it to... I was a journalist. Yeah, I was a journalist. Yeah. Had a Lewis late at night. Uh, but yeah like he said so in in a similar vein to 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 that like he said oh i would just be happy to work at a bar but you know optionally otherwise he he, he's also open to to a career in formula one or horse racing (laughs) i'd just be happy to work at a bar but if i do have to work for the gambling lobby i just will have to take it (laughs) 
<laughs> maybe um oh do you know where he might go that um that spaceport in the highlands that's like oh being fucking i think it's like part managed by kinetic that's that's gonna be getting underway soon so he might end up there yeah that, that I, was I, the I one in some really happening. weird place wasn't it like it was like fucking greater fuck or something like that was the does, oh, does that mean? Um, would that mean that there's a possibility that Tom Watson could end up in an Ajax? I mean, if we Unlikely. if we like seal all the hatches and then like weld them shut, then I welcome Tom Watson to get into the Ajax. There is from the spaceport. The spaceport's like fifty miles away from um, Benbecula, where there's a missile testing range. So maybe if they strap missiles to an Ajax, he could end up going there for a little day visit or something. I don't know. I'll live in hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah even now we still live in uh we still live in hope um even though you know i think let's let's just turn it to uh we were going to briefly talk about the by-elections but they're also a bit boring and then we'd have to talk about uh low emission zones again so you know i think we'll we'll spare Hugh for for for, for this one i think he's suffered enough for for, for today no, i want to i want to talk about ed davies gun oh yeah oh, we can briefly amazing. talk about the cannon <laughs> yeah Sweet, oh. sweet Ed Davey, who just all he wants to do is do arts and crafts for like seven year olds. He's the pool he man's Willie Rennie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, gu- yeah, the gun was you... quite good. I'll, I'll give him the gun. Having the cursed knowledge about Willie Rennie, like, has just rendered my <laughs> life, like, just unnavigable now because if i ever see a chair that's slightly too big i just start laughing and i can't explain to anyone why <laughs> oh bring them back yeah the little the little gun was quite good but yeah otherwise i could just it's like all right even if starbo wins like what it, nothing fundamentally is going to change in this fucking country so who cares like it's it's totally fucking immaterial i mean although i did think it was quite funny that the first thing they they did um uh, was like throw Khan under the bus and say, actually, yeah, the ULES do need revisiting because we're scared of, I don't know, fucking Jeremy Clarkson, I guess. That is, that is kind of funny because, like, Khan is one of the only ones of them that is actually successful. Yeah. But, you know, what, about, sure. um, what about the world's littlest briefcase? Oh, the little boy. <laughs> the little, yeah, little I mean, boy. we only hate him because of his age. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's nothing I mean, I to do, do with the fucking private schooling or anything like that, or the fact that when his office was approached about the private schooling, they completely denied that he'd ever been to private school, despite <laughs> like people having all sorts of evidence, including Facebook posts of him asking about like spending support or something like that. From Hello, the I am going to Facebook private page. school. Signed, yeah. me. <laughs> I did like with that, it's like, oh, look, it, who better to tell us how young people actually live than a 25-year-old? A normal, normal 25-year-old who went to private school, then to Wadham College, then for the CBI, and then MP. And then worked yeah, for Luke Aker. Oh, no, was it? Oh, no, West 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 Streeting. Streeting, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. As much then as back West to the CBI, and fucking... then, like, you know, were, became a normal, normal working-class person with, I, I assume, also parents who were maimed in, a, I don't know, a cotton-making incident or whatever the fuck these people are on about these days. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah, the my my, my parents were also a loon. <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered that criticizing them is like ageist and homophobic? Uh, uh, yes, no. and I'm 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 okay with that. 
I've I've just, just decided. <laughs> yeah, I've made that, my know. piece. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get over that it. Was a, that was a genuine take I saw on Twitter, like, and it's like, shut oh. the fuck up. <laughs> I don't think anyone even knew the lad was gay until this person defended him against homophobia. Because I didn't know about it like, until right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because people were like, oh, look, it was I that hated clip it before he was gay. Yeah, it was that clip <laughs> of him, like, fucking saying that, yeah, we should starve the children because if, they, if they're too lazy to get up and, like, get a job, then they don't deserve food or whatever. Mm. Yeah, that was literally the first thing I saw of him was just him turning to the camera, looking looking dead in the eye of the camera, and just saying, <laughs> no, no food for children. It was squeaky. <laughs> a much squeakier yeah. voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so um, I mean, the, the 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 results are just fucking shit. Labour got fucked because they didn't win the one they really wanted to, and the Lib Dems really fucking did well in one of them. So, I'm looking forward to the the most hilariously hung Parliament. It is mm-hmm. funny though. You, you do you do have to laugh though because they did they did win uh, whatever that other seat was on like you know a very big swing, but because it's the Labour Party, of course, it's about the seat that they didn't win that was mm-hmm. the hardest to win for them, out uh, excluding the one that the Lib Dems swept. And it's yeah. like, yeah, like this this is just what they do. Like they just can like <laughs> if anyone is going to fumble the bag twenty points ahead, it's going to be these cunts. Mm-hmm. It was also in a pretty dog shit turnout as well. So yeah, well, there's like I know a well, couple of people no who live in Uxbridge and they couldn't be bothered to vote. The only, they literally the couldn't only be bothered. Fucking, the only votes they're out to get are like the Labour votes and the Tory votes. There's, like you know mm. what I mean? Anyone who stays home can will never vote. That's just science. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, God. there are the only other way. Ways... The only way the, it's like how the only way to attract voters is either. To shame them, or like do Tory policy. Those are the only two methods you can <laughs> use, and you mm-hmm. better not get them mixed up. Because if if we catch you fucking shaming any Tory voters, like ooh, there'll be trouble. <laughs> Name and COP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fortunately, there is there is a better way to to reaching more voters at home, uh, which is which is what. Hugh and I have spent an inordinate amount of time doing, and uh, everybody else has spent at least one episode doing, is uh, you can listen to fine political podcasts that, you know, expand your horizon and make you think new things. Um, <laughs> so what we've been doing to, like, our genuine, like, pain and dissatisfaction is we've be- all been listening to um, The Rest is Politics, the uh, hard-hitting top ten podcast by Alistair Campbell and Rory Stewart. To like an excruciating I, amount. Like I'd like to pretend that I like didn't immediately jump at this when Rob off. <laughs> <laughs> but like I haven't listened to like LBC or I like I went I got clean <laughs> because I was like I got told I got told my wife made us change the radio station because I was waking up in the night like or just waking her up just arguing in my sleep just grumbling. <laughs> Just sort of flailing and just jabbing things, just invisible racist journalists. But um, so I've been like clean for a while of this kind of opinion. It's, it's good to know that we've knocked you off the wagon. Yeah, um, like big time. Like I've been listening to it constantly. I was listening. Like at first, I was like, oh, I can listen to a like you know. Surely it's not going to be that anger-inducing, really. I know some people who listen to it and say that it's just it's just quite nice. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll go for it. While I was like playing computer games or something, but I literally had to stop playing because I was just losing my mind. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, to sort of expand on that, um, I had to listen to one episode. Uh, the The audio file was twenty seven minutes long. It took me over an hour to listen to it. See, <laughs> it's like um, we saw like was it last week? Um, Juliet had Juliet Jakes had a very good article about about this horrible podcast, and I think she listened to like one or two episodes. Yeah, and all I, I could think, think so. was. Cowardice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I listened to two hours of them talking about the Iraq war in a row. <laughs> <laughs> what was the verdict? They'd do it again? <laughs> well, see, this is the first time I've heard Rory Stewart swear in it. He Did got he? quite heated. He got quite heated. Because he fought Over what? for the intelligence. Did he just, was he screaming blood for the blood god and were you just a little bit confused? <laughs> Well, he thought the intelligence services had something to learn, and Alistair Campbell thought, no, they don't need to learn anything. <laughs> that was the only way they disagreed. It would be wrong of the intelligence services to learn things. That would be outside the spirit of, of the core. Yeah, it would ruin it. It would ruin the whole concept of it. <laughs> Fucking but, um, hell. Yeah, that was, that was like the first time I'd heard them disagree, because like the whole point is that they... You know, they're very nice to each other and because, you know, they agree on 99% of every fucking thing. But on this, ooh, big difference of opinion. Yeah, w- w- was the fur flying, as, the, <laughs> as they say? Well, he uh, swore, but then he apologised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I was listening. I, I, was, on the, <laughs> I was on the train this afternoon. I was listening to um, a, t- a two-hour interview special uh, between the two of them and George Osborne, which was, you know... Uh, uh, a feet and a half um and they they did mostly agree i mean and then uh alistair campbell said that austerity was actually bad even though like he sort <laughs> of agreed with like the main promise like premise that like you know the country had run out of money somehow and that needed to be fixed by you know the blood of poor people i guess yeah that sounds like him uh, it's like all, but- like when he disagrees with about like tory policy it's always about like implementation yeah, 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 like the concept is moral is like abhorrent. It's yeah, but we'd do it better. Yeah, there should be means testing the starvation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like and like twenty minutes into like Alistair Campbell actually saying, "Well, you might have killed a lot of people." Uh, Rory jumped in and said, "Well, I don't think we should have more of this punch and Judy." And I really wanted to reach into my ears and just like rip out my ear canals just to make the hurting stop. And that like, oh. did that one anyway. have any of Alistair Campbell's little um? His little stories about swimming in strange places, like swimming in the swimming pool at Highgrove. Oh god, yeah, we'll we'll get onto that anyway. Let's first sort of set like the basic, like let's do like yeah. a basic set the scene. So like the podcast okay. is called the, the Rest is Politics, and they have like a sub brand called uh, the Rest is Politics Leading, where they do these interviews, which is the one that uh, with George Osborne that I was just talking about, and it is hosted mm-hmm. by you know Alistair Campbell, a war criminal who I think needs no further introduction, and Rory Stewart, the world's strangest not at all ex spook. Um, who just really wants to, you know, sleep on your couch to become London mayor, or did that for a brief while? <laughs> the one thing, the one thing I want to say about about Rory Stewart before we actually dive in is that he sounds exactly the way he looks. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. I was going to say it, it's it's refreshing to hear that he sound. He also sounds like a horse in a cunt suit. <laughs> <laughs> I really love how much of a not a spy Rory Stewart is. Yeah, there's, there's a. There's an ep- the episode where, like, where they're talking about the lead up to Iraq and they're talking about like foreign interventions 
in like the 90s. And each time um, Alistair Campbell mentions a place, Rory Stewart says, I was there as a diplomat. <laughs> each time. <laughs> and then before the Iraq war started, it's like, ah, oh, where were you? It's like, I was walking across Asia, sleeping in people's houses. <laughs> as a diplomat. <laughs> oh. Yep. There was, I actually fucking skipped back because when I was looking through to see what one I was going to have to inflict on myself for this, I was obviously looking for the shortest fucking runtime I could. Um, yeah. And I scrolled by one of them that was straight up, what do diplomats do? And I'm very annoyed <laughs> I didn't fucking listen to that one now because I really want to know what <laughs> Well, a lot of being that? a diplomat is putting knives into your shoes. <laughs> How to hide a garrote into your cufflinks. Yeah, poppy field <laughs> inspections, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like the exact, you know, I, legally speaking, how many hours can you maintain a suspect in a stretched position in Guantanamo Bay? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the two of them have like, because they are, they are the new, and a, you know, I'm riffing a little bit of the great article by Julia Jakes, but like they are the sort of new acceptable boundaries of political discourse. You know, one is on the right and the other is also on the, the right. right. Yeah. Um, and they... They and the the most important thing. They wear a different like, colored. They wear a different colored tie, though. That's yeah. That's what but matters. but when they disagree, and I think this is the critical thing, which you know, I want to get into like who the freaks are who <laughs> listen to this, but like, um, oh my god, the most Sorry, important you, thing. You see, they wear a is, different colored tie, but actually, on the one I listened to, Alistair Campbell made the point of saying it was actually wearing a new European hoodie. Um, available in stores now. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't. Listening to them do the sponsorships for shit, especially when it's things like the new European, is just deeply funny. Like as a or podcast, crypto. it has. Oh, oh, are you kidding me? Did they show crypto? Yep. Yeah. When did they do this? Well, I missed not, this. It's one. Of, it's one of the adverts that's not them saying it. It's when it cuts to ads. Oh, it's functionally like the same thing. thing. Yeah. It is. Fuck it. It's just yeah. <laughs> like we've we've never fucking stooped to an ad, and nor shall we. But it's very funny seeing war criminal Alistair Campbell <laughs> stoop to that level for his fucking dinner money. Well, I, I mean, to it. be fair, you remember like to that all those pictures of Tony Blair and Bill Clinton at the fucking uh, uh, Sam Bagman Freed <laughs> conference in the Bahamas saying, "Oh yeah, crypto yeah. is the future." <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, basically the most important thing is that's like what their asinine audience wants. It's like they want disagreement, but they want it to be totally unmoored from anything material. And the most important mm -hmm. thing is they want it to be polite. They just yes. want it to be nice. And if yeah, you disagree, you know, the most important thing is that you'll still get back invite invited back to the dinner party. Like Well they they make out like, oh, we're we're all gonna we're gonna carry on being friends after this. And this podcast has been going on for years, and they've only been in the same room six times in that time, because yeah. like they were like it was um they went to Alistair Campbell and said we want you to do a political podcast, and he was like, okay, I'll do that. And they were like, we'd like you to do it, Dominic Cummings. He was like, fuck no. To be fair, I that that would have been a far greater fucking podcast. Like I would actually it would have been an Alistair amazing Campbell one and, like, episode. Yeah, because somebody would slaughter the other one. Like that's that's yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, it's not. It's it's just Inshallah. not. A, it's just not a fucking podcast unless uh, some or all of the hosts hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a, they they'd met at Neil Kinnock's garden party. Oh, that's right. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, just like meeting over the barbecue at Neil Kinnock's back garden. <laughs> just horrifying. Stephen Kinnock um, sat at the kids' table. <laughs> 
<laughs> sitting on time. Not allowed out. He's still not allowed out because he's just too embarrassing for a proper kinnock. And that's like just how embarrassing he is. <laughs> yeah, imagine being the most embarrassing kinnock. <laughs> just having your dad sit you down, making you watch the video of him falling over in the sea and saying, and saying see, see, not as bad as you know. <laughs> but like, yeah, because Rory is never here. Rory is always in an undisclosed location where, you know, legally speaking, we have to say you can't hear the screaming of the witnesses in the background. (laughs) Because, like, he had to move to Jordan because his wife is the CEO of a charity that Rory Stewart set up with the then Prince of Wales and Hamid Karzai. (laughs) And his wife is the CEO of this, so he lives in Jordan. But he's always travelling around the world. Yeah, and like, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm Campbell recording this one spends... from Cape Cod, where my wife's pa- yeah. family has a big house with, you know, yeah. that they've had, you know, presumably since it was a plantation. I'm, I'm just blindly, you know, spitballing. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Alistair Campbell is either in London or cycling through France. That's what he does. Yes, for but his, like, because I assume that because people won't recognise it in the south of France. <laughs> well, uh, uh, well, you'll be, you'll be uh, disappointed disappointing to know that uh, apparently uh, according to Alistair Campbell's audio, the, the audio book excerpt that I listened to on their fucking podcast thing that um, he has apparently made appearances at schools, colleges and other public places across the country and not been relentlessly harangued so Oh uh, yeah, he yeah. does talk about how often he goes to schools and how often all the A-level politics students want us to go back into the EU Yeah, I mean I also <laughs> remember Talking about how often he went to hospitals. But yeah, like I remember, like when I was like, I didn't do A level politics because I wasn't insane like my my <laughs> podcast co-host did. He did that, um, but like back then, surely they, you know, were a bit bolder about shouting at someone of the likes of Alistair Fucking Campbell rather than fawning over him. It just feels embarrassing. I'm sad. No, there was a there was a truly special little bit in in one of the episodes that I listened to where he was like they they talk about I don't know some bullshit to do with Eton um, and mm-hmm. and uh, they they mention Alistair Campbell says oh I you know I go to speak at schools around the country all the time blah blah but I never uh, accept an invitation to uh, to private schools uh, but then mm-hmm. he immediately switches into but I would make an exception for Eton. It's like, of yes. course you would, you fucking <laughs> prick. That's that's what where Rory Stewart says the headmaster of Eton is quite a lefty. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of people that Rory Stewart says is quite a lefty. <laughs> I imagine because he's got a list somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say, do you reckon that's the people who've made the cut? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway. So he doesn't think, he doesn't think that of Alistair War Crimes Campbell, does he? <laughs> um, he says that Alistair Campbell has got more and more left wing as he's gotten older. Oh, right. <laughs> and that's like yeah sure no longer the child incinerator of your then <laughs> drifting very sharply towards Poseidism and skipping all the in between stages <laughs> maybe that's why he's swimming all the time because he's just trying to get up his strength so he can go hang out with the dolphins <laughs> But yeah, so picking up on the swimming for a moment, like one of the worst fucking yeah. excerpts, excerpts I listened to in, in the entire recording of this is they, apart from like, they have their regular episodes. Actually, right, let's 
we're going to try by the structure here like most of the, the the episodes are sort of divided into like several categories so they have the sub podcast with that's called leading which is like they do interviews with hillary clinton george osborne yeah. tony blair twice mm. you know like all that kind of jazz. <laughs> What we're at I do think stage, it's funny yeah. that neither of us had the balls to listen to the Tony Blair ones. No, no, we couldn't do that. No. While we're at this sort of stage of like over, the overview sort of stage of things, um, I do want to say they have the most insane fucking release schedule I think I've ever seen. It's like there is a podcast every week and then like every two days. It's like what is going yeah. on here? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so like, they're like twenty-five minute episodes. Yeah. So they <laughs> have like that's the... nothing to fucking do, and so they just like spend the time like. Do you know what I mean? Fucking piping each other off ideologically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like they, they have like that sub podcast and then they have their main one where they just like, they don't even read the news. They're just like, oh, something is going on somewhere. And it's yeah. just, you know, like, I don't want to spout ourselves on the ass too much, but like we, you know, like actual research occasionally does go into this fucking podcast. The two of them are just like riffing, just generally speaking. That's, yeah, we do. We have to do research because we're just humble peasants who don't understand like the the affairs of the world. Whereas to mm-hmm. those two fucking, <laughs> it just comes naturally <laughs> to know how the world is meant to run. Oh. I mean, like, li- like lis- listening to Alistair Campbell's cursed book, um, like there is no actual analysis of the things that he's complaining about i mean oh no he like uh so one one of the lines he has is uh, we grumble about all the horrible things going on right now populism authoritarianism global economic collapse and it's like my dude you are literally responsible directly or indirectly for all of these things like no how? they're not <laughs> they just they just they were just nice guys trying their best you know whilst trying I mean, like, if I could, if I could sum up the things that bother, like, genuinely bother Alistair Campbell, it's Brexit, it's um, um, fucking populism, which he describes as being equally in India, Brazil, and the Philippines. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> and um, like defending the legacy of like Tony Blair and New Labour, like um. He 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 meant in the in the excerpt he listened, he mentioned two things about his time in government the Good Friday Agreement and Gordon Brown delivering investment nothing about the in between period for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's that's him. There's an awful also lot of like, about defending women. his actions. Yeah, and and like obviously you're not allowed to be mean to him because then he gets sad, and, and mm-hmm. that's bad. He's, he's a mental yeah, health. Yeah, that's bad for his mental health. Exactly. That? Yeah, when he was a mental health guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, but yeah, like so, the, so they have that, and then they have like um, another segment of their podcast. And like you say, Alice said, like the release schedule is all over the fucking shop. You know, not like ours, which is tightly controlled and always works. Um, but uh, <laughs> is um, uh, is uh, uh, called Question Time. You see, you see what they see, did there. You see that the one mm-hmm. I listened to was one of these because they were shorter. And yeah. it was like, it was, it was all right. You know what I mean? I didn't like fucking lose my mind at all. Cause it was just them like answering fucking tweets. People had like sent them. They're my favorite <laughs> ones. The easiest fucking job in the world. That shit. Like, isn't it? <laughs> they're my yeah, favorite ones. Reason... I, like they're not tweets. They're letters. And I like, oh, to yeah. think, like they're probably emails, but in my head, I'm most are of you them are probably kidding? handwritten is that, letters. Oh, is that letters. what Alistair Campbell thinks a letter is? 
that's why I picked <laughs> he, it. Okay, so that's that has put some of the shit from his book in a lot of context because uh oh l- l- allow me to refer to my death note against Alistair Campbell. Um <laughs> Yeah, so uh, apparently uh, Alistair Campbell receives a lot of messages from teenagers. Letters from teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> All those letters are signed off with saying... Also, I also I also got the impression that Jesus Alistair Campbell Christ. has seemingly written his book in revenge against his listeners and those who tweet at him. <laughs> there is a reason that every once in a while we do a Patreon episode, which is just a total phone it in job of would, would you like to ask us some questions? Like, yeah, we do it like once a year, easy. but we're half cut over Christmas. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what it is though? Well, we do that. We do that at the end of the year because it's fucking it's easy, and like um, you know, no these cuts do it every week. <laughs> yeah, but they do it every week. But also, we don't we don't just let people fucking tweet at us and then like read that out. Like, fuck, people can look at that on Twitter if they care. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's not content. If it's in the public domain, you're fucking. But for prick. me, like the wildest thing is like they, they have like they have like insane simping going on because like one of the episodes of the question time that I was listening to um, was like the. Is this about it, this is about it, David Miliband? No, no, no. It it begins with like oh. it's like some insanely snippy shit from whoever the fuck wrote them, and it was like I know it's customary for uh, the rest of politics listeners to have to write their question five times before it's answered, but this is now my tenth email, and you still have. <laughs> responded and it's like yeah. very much like Alistair Campbell I wrote you but you ain't you still ain't called it. like yeah. I got Rory Stewart locked up in the trunk <laughs> I love it I so much because like the, the... the one I listened to um, someone fucking some like woman had fucking tweeted them to ask whether Alistair Campbell thought there'd be any uh, any of Labour's Political heavyweights, I think. No, Titans, Giants. I can't remember what it was. It was, you know, any like any of the former political giants of New Labour would be returning. Specifically, David Miliband <laughs> and Alistair Campbell. Alistair Campbell said, "Like, oh well, I can tell you uh, where. Where is David Miliband and what's he doing? He's in my kitchen having a cup of tea, waiting for me to finish this podcast so we can have a chat." And then fucking Rory Stewart says, "Oh, you've got the Lionel Messi of international development in your kitchen." <laughs> Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. And then, <laughs> and then they feel the question about whether or not they like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> also, at some point in that, I think when talking about, like someone had asked them, would the war in Ukraine end in 2023? And uh, Rory Stewart said he was surprised he hadn't seen anything on that front from political entrepreneurs. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Has someone just not made the right fucking type of crypto to end the war in Ukraine? <laughs> like, I guess. It, it really is so instructive listening to this. I mean, I'm I mostly got Alistair Campbell right. I got very very little Rory in, in my uh, in my episode, and the just bird brained fucking dullard with like no actual insight into anything. It's just I have they these guys have had had political power. And just did whatever the fuck they wanted with it, with little to no understanding of what it was they were actually trying to do. Well, see, no. Alistair Campbell defends himself by saying, like, there's points where he talks about how it wasn't his policy, it was just his job to explain it. And Rory Stewart, when defending his austerity stuff, says, like, well, I was, let me explain about collective responsibility to you. And they're both really good at being so patronising. Bold of a shit. war criminal to use in Nuremberg defence. 
That's one of the yep. fir- like first bits I I listened to for, for, of of their Question Time podcast. That's that's in response to a question to Rory specifically talking about aus- like was austerity necessary and how do you feel about you know having the blood of hundreds of thousands on your on your conscience? And he just said, yeah, you know, I didn't like it, but collective responsibility, etc. He just and then you know he just literally says like, yeah, it was really important to get like the national budget back in order because like we'd uh-huh. spent too much, like the most baseline bullshit that like you know just doesn't pass muster and then like after they've done that like they sort of baseline agree and then literally the next anecdote is like how i think that's the one about like how how rory got trapped in the bathroom at highgrove castle or like at one of the royal castles and it's just like (laughs) yeah that's such a fucking whiplash between the two questions yeah we got he accidentally got himself stuck behind a panic door or something at highgrove when he was teaching the princes because that's yeah, just a normal first job for, that someone has. Yeah. Is teaching the princes how to put knives in their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you see yeah, this gun? It's a Chekhov. <laughs> there was a question on the uh, on the one I listened to where someone someone had eaten, like fucking tw- tweeted at them saying, sorry, X'd at them saying, um, if you had a magic wand and could get any policy through the through Parliament in 2023, what would it be? And I've written down here that. I mean, I haven't actually written their names. I've written Rory Twat and Alistair <laughs> brackets God willing Campbell. <laughs> but Rory Twat's like dream policy was to put 300 million trees on the green belt so that London would have like cleaner air. Oh, f- and um, fucking Bombs McCunt's policy was the, like, you know, there's a leveling up department that was invented like out of nothing just to make make a policy out of a slogan. And uh, he thinks Michael Gove's running it now, and what he'd like to see is that department to bring back Sure Start. Do <laughs> <laughs> you see, see what I mean? Do you see what I mean? You give give these fucking idiots infinite political power. What do they do with it? Nothing. Like you, any of us, like Jamie. What would you? What would you do? I mean, like. <laughs> you could change any one thing it'd probably be something more significant than a a one department changes slightly i mean yeah i I bring back fucking tony blair's new deal that was like the easiest (laughs) time i've ever had from the fucking job center quite frankly (laughs) i had a shitty time on the new deal i had an awful time yeah i got sent to a bunch of places where they made me wire plugs and then they told me that I wasn't good enough to get onto the um, the the electrician course, and then they took away my money. <laughs> and then they took away my money. I I did all sorts of stupid shit with computers. It was it was fucking great. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and I, at the, one point, the IT I even agricultural like, college. Yeah, at one point I even got money to start a business. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. On the plus well, side, they were money. really they were really lax about stopping my benefits when I was turning up in painting overalls. <laughs> it was a better time. Yeah, I do. I am. Bring back real job centres when you used to be. Able, used to be able to drive there in a van with a ladder on the roof and a business name on the side and claim you were unemployed. <laughs> you joke. But my stepfather, I was working for him, and he would literally drop me off outside the job centre from his white transit yeah. van. <laughs> But yeah, like, so you have the two of them and they, they have like, they just have like polite disagreements uh, uh, mm-hmm. through, throughout. And it's like, the the thing that I, I mean, apart from just like being slowly driven mad by the whole thing is that, is that there is no, 
nothing is allowed to have um like material consequences like nobody you know they're like oh yeah some people died but it's like but did we do it responsibly and like they the thing they they seem to be like interested in most of all is like the sort of because in the george george osborne thing that i was listening to right they you know they get into this 20 major thing about like was austerity good or bad and they just agree to disagree but then like the next question is like um you know george you're like you're a really like a um you're a politics guy and like, what do you think? What type of guys get into politics? And then Osborne just goes, well, well, I think people from all walks of life and, you know, sorts could get into politics. It's just like, what is, what is this? Like, why just, they seem obsessed. Like they're more obsessed than anything with like the little minutiae and like the little games of Westminster. Cause that is mm-hmm. all it is. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. There's like, they do take, get a lot of, they lean hard into the fact that neither of them are technically in politics anymore, even though they do just pretty much recite party lines a lot of the time. Like straight after the by-election, Alistair Campbell was straight out with the exact same stuff about um, Ulez is bad and um, we're not being nice enough to Modi, so Indians don't like us. <laughs> That's Which was, you know, the stuff that they were starting to say straight away after Uxbridge. Which is so fucking funny when he's grumbling about fucking author- authoritarianism. It's like, okay, bro, whatever mm-hmm. you say. Mm-hmm. It's good that we get hard hitting political analysis from people like that, though. That's that's appreciated. Mm-hmm. Well, they they they've got the qualifications to do it because they were doing it. <laughs> that, that seems to be their qualification because they were doing it. Yeah, there's, Badly, there's, there's, horribly. There's another... <laughs> There's like another uh, question time episode where like I also got like massive like fucking whiplash where like first uh, like Rory Stewart just like casually says that you know he would he would he would find it agreeable to be like the chair of the National Trust because then he could like do nice things and look after the big houses. Um, and then yeah. Campbell agrees that that should be a good job for him. And then the next like list of the question is like how <laughs> is you know mind bendingly some fucking credit of a listener writes in and says how would the two of you solve civil wars and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> just just generally just the concept please well for a start looking we'd make for a one polite. size fits all solution yeah so then like rory gets into like the whole thing is like oh yeah we we have this you know my wife has this uh uh f- foundation with a hammock fucking cars either heroin addict um and like the you know, and I've been listening to a lot of like experts, probably including David Miliband. And then like his big solution is, is like you need to get people around the table and then um, they, they should find common ground and agree. And it's like, Oh, wow. Wow. What an an incredible negotiation and compromise technique divulged on the incredible trip podcast. Oh, it's like um, like they when they talk about um the um peace process, the the two state solution and why that stopped being a thing talked about oh, in Israel, and they just they just say, oh, it's sad that we don't talk about that anymore, and we don't. It's sad that that stopped, and it just didn't and it just didn't work, and then they never yeah, mentioned. But a you know, these thing. things just happen without any cause yeah. or like reason. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. Things just happen, and then you know, yeah. oh well. Yeah, col- oh, well. colonialism is a lot like the weather. Yeah, and then they um, and, and it's, it's just weather as well. It's not like we didn't do anything that made the weather like this. It just it just did this for fun. There's like 
the constant thing that Rory Stewart does to defend bad things is to say, if you understood the context and you had had all the information, you would maybe understand the decisions more. But he never gives the context. No, he, no, he, he does. Never, he does. Fucking, he, he's a he, fucking he, privy councillor or whatever. He's, he's, um, he, he's yeah. surrounded by state secrets. He's, he's a master of whisperers. <laughs> I reckon we could no, string up one... like a piñata and they'd all come tumbling out. No, there is a uh, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the, there is one um, episode where like Rory gives like a specific example as to like why things like why we can't have nice things, um, and then it's it's some question to do with Southern Water or Thames Water or like the amount of shit in our rivers, you know, some of the fucking unbearable bits of living in, in modern Britain, and then um, some fucking you know droog of a listener writes in and says actually uh, uh, what about the water why is it bad and then like Rory says yeah actually I was the minister of state for like water for a while and it's like <laughs> a why well, and on like, his gap yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then you know uh, uh, the, the listener just right as Campbell says something all along like yeah that should be nationalized not that he'd ever fucking do it but you know whatever mm-hmm. um and then Roy says, well, actually, I spend a lot of time talking to, like, the CEOs of the water companies, and they explain to me that, like, we can't nationalize it because it would be expensive, and otherwise we'd be on the hook for repairs. So, like, you know, we can't do this. And actually, when you talk to water people, like people who make big salaries off the water industry, uh, the issue is really complex. And frankly, that means, A, we can't do anything about it. B, it should remain in public hands. And C, the thing we should do is politely ask these people who just siphon their profits off to the fucking Seychelles whether or not they would kindly agree to do a little bit more than they are doing currently. Yeah. Yeah, there's it's a constant reassuring before. the um, listeners that it's okay not to dream and it's okay that you don't actually want anything good to happen. It's <laughs> like- See, Alistair Campbell there saying that, like, um, that should be, like, water should be privatised. Is that, like, in the same way that, like, serial killers would give the victims a 10-minute head start before they hunt them through the woods? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that Alistair Campbell sound like says things like, "Oh, we should nationalise this, or we should put, bring this into public ownership." That which he says a lot more now that there's absolutely no chance of that ever fucking happening. It's a shame that he never had the opportunity to do that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. like Rory Stewart saying he wanted to like plant a load of trees, and it's like, but I thought planting trees was impossible. I was told that planting trees that many trees would be crazy <laughs> and insane when it was a labour thing. I heard yeah, that trees it's... can't be planted. But it's like, it's also like, they all know, it's like, the, the point is not to plant any trees. The point is just like, present nicey-nicey solutions that like, the, the, yeah. that, the, the, that it doesn't matter a lot they work or not. The point is just for them to just like, really clearly show like in, you know, in the presumably the, you know, whatever, if we do end up getting like Starmer in, um, um, in charge is to like show the boundaries of what is possible and what is possible is no nationalization no nice things for anyone because simply you know i'm sorry we can't afford these things we you know trust us we would want uh to do nice things but you know sadly it's the money you see the the, the money won't let us do nice things mm-hmm. um and it's just and it's to, to sort of say it's all right to disagree but you can't really disagree and you can't definitely like you can't protest or you can't like draw hard lines because then you will not be invited to the next dinner party with these two incredible cunts in it like you yeah, this podcast you- is this podcast really just 
ASMR for middle class people who are having trouble like blocking out the screams when they try to get to sleep at night. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, that, mean, that, yes. To be fair, you don't need to, to do some... Hugh so fucking badly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, some some of the fucking reviews for this thing are absolutely insane. Oh, it's <laughs> popular. It's the the most popular, and the yeah. the live shows are expensive and sold out. Oh, we'll, we'll get onto that, but like you, like yeah, uh, well, they would be expensive because you need like fucking counter assassination teams on set. <laughs> I would imagine <laughs> costs money to sweep, sweep the theater for explosives every, between every fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sniffer dogs get paid more than Alistair Campbell or Rory Stewart. Um, <laughs> Rory Stewart, I will turn up with a dowsing rod and I will do that job for fifty quid. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wins. But yeah, there's like an atrocious fawning interview with the two of them about this podcast on uh naturally it's 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 home, uh The Guardian. And of course they, mm-hmm. they meant like in, in there they mentioned that like since it was launched, and it's only been like around since March last year, it has more than sixty million downloads. What bully for them? Like it's just... <laughs> What do they want? A fucking sweetie? <laughs> well expensive fucking tweeties uh, sweeties because me and hugh like had a quick look at like because uh, they've also started started doing uh live shows which like just oh. the bands off the off the chain bands of course from from stage um oh. and oh fuck me yeah they they sold out the royal albert hall like very fucking quick and under like six minutes or something like Four four thousand five hundred tickets, but I managed to like um, on I don't know one of those ticket scalping bullshit sites, tickets go go or whatever the, the tickets haul. Um, yeah, like the, the, the they still had a ticket for sale, and I'm not sure that's like the true price because the fucking scalping, of course. But like it, if you want to sit in the stalls and like watch them, and you know presumably after you've passed through security, um, how much do you think a ticket to see these two at the Royal Albert Hall is? Hundred and thirty-five of your finest English pounds. <laughs> I mean, you know, the 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 the, the correct and uh, the correct answer is, of course, is eighty-eight fourteen pounds. But um, no, the, the it's it's <laughs> <laughs> is uh, no, it's two hundred and thirty-two pounds Jesus for like an hour. Fucking Christ! For an yeah. hour. So you get a free TV with that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and like they go they've, they've got like there was a show that they're doing up in edinburgh that's like 80 quid a ticket yeah they sold out yeah. the palladium oh my god but but like a lot of people sell out the palladium who i mean i just like this is this is one of the things i actually wrote down like who the fuck is listening to this because it is just See, just platitudinous drivel I've got. I did. I did note down like like a bio. My idea of what the average listener is. Does it does it involve the letters F B P E? <laughs> it does actually. Oh yeah, the that does come up in it. But I'll tell you. So I reckon the average listener is definitely a guy, and they're probably over forty seven. They were like late teens, early twenties when Blair got in. Yes, the Blair is were perfect because that's when they went to university, lost their virginity, had a pint for the first time, all that kind of bullshit. Cool um, nothing to do with yeah, nothing yes. to do with material people, people, conditions. Yeah, like like imagine a John Harris listening to a podcast forever. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, the slightly cooler ones have like a copy of Spider-Land. The rest of them are like Oasis fans. Um, they like they were s- sort of for the Iraq War, but felt too uncomfortable to mention it, and felt uncomfortable around people who were against it. Um, were kind of happy with the coalition government because they'd voted Lib Dem, and that shot in the Rose Garden made them like properly cream. Um, <laughs> if they've lived in London, they probably voted for Boris as mayor at least once. Brexit was the first thing they got proper angry about. They probably called it. They were probably calling for the army during the London riots. Yeah. Um, they would say when questioned that they would support most of Corbyn's policies, but when pushed, would say they're all too much. They definitely own their own home. They've got teenagers and have argued with those teenagers about gender. Like they're probably not <laughs> full transphobes yet, but they're on that pipeline. Um, they're generally pretty green, but think stop oil go too far. They support Starmer and just hope that he's lying. And most yeah. of them were probably at the pulp gig I went to in Fisby Park. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're fubpy stupid, but not change UK stupid. Yes. That's crucial. <laughs> they're like, they're like, they're kind of dumb, but they don't have original Madalena K art. Oh, so they've only been kicked in the head once. <laughs> yeah. That's my theory of the listener. <laughs> I mean, I do think that comes like, like that brings to like an important point is like for these people, I, I, like I already said, nothing is material and nothing is like real or you know politics. There's no for, for, certainly for these for like Campbell's and 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 Stuart, but like for the general listener, like politics mm. has no real negative material impact on their lives unless and until of course Brexit, which that's like yeah. That's like the foundational myth for, for, for you know, that's like the, the, yeah. the stab well, you, in the back you legend tell my for, dog for you can't the dipshit. In this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all loved that and were kind of annoyed that people were getting disgusted by it. Oh, what was the fucking dog walk through fucking Westminster? The Wifferendum. Wifferendum. The Wifferendum. Yes. Jesus. Who remember? I've just had the thought, like, you said. Not dumb enough for Change UK, but dumb enough for FBP. Are you mm. describing Ian Murray? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the Earl listener. <laughs> Listen, Earl. No, they definitely have tickets for like Dara O'Brien as well. That's that's definitely. Oh up there. yeah, yeah. Um, the thing Adam said was um, the races. The the late forty year old Neil Gaiman <laughs> fan, like that kind of kind of quirky, but not really. Uh. <laughs> Likes Neil Gaiman, but got mad about the casting in the the Netflix Sandman. One hundred yes. <laughs> yeah, and like and that's like sort of the other thing. Like the other main thing is like that's what this audience has in common as well. Is like so the, the the main sort of the original sin and why this podcast is necessary and why you know we need the sensibles back in charge is of course Brexit because that's like that showed what happens when the masses ran out of control. And that's also what you see like. When they do this stupid fucking interview with um, Osborne, Osborne just says like, yeah, the reason Liz Trust was was bad because of unfunded commitments. And that just shows we have to do austerity and it's just it's just never oh. challenged. Um, and also because yep. he just says, I'll, if you don't... I'll unfund his fucking commitments for him, to be honest. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the other thing he says is like, if we if you don't do like sensible centrism, like you two on your podcast are helping do Hong Kong, then... Um, 
you might get populism and like Donald Trump to these pe to to like these two and the audience is like they, is like a manga villain basically like that's the only way to describe yeah. it like he's not yeah, like that, that, in my in my list of things that are really just as the Campbell is obsessed with it I should have said Donald Trump is the other thing like alongside Brexit because like you say they are foundational myths mm -hmm. yeah, well Donald Trump did Brexit <laughs> he did. Yeah, they, they really they, they don't even Trump. like they don't even like say his name on there. Which is like pretty funny. Oh, please tell me to do that fucking Harry Potter bullshit. No, I don't think I heard them mention Harry Potter in all the episodes. That being said, I was drifting in and out of consciousness for a lot of these episodes. Cuz there's there's <laughs> nothing there's nothing makes me cringe fucking like harder or faster than when you see someone on Twitter referring to like Trump or indeed any other like political figure they dislike as he who shall not be named oh it's one of the worst things <laughs> it's like yeah okay do you know what i mean not only going to block this person but also delete everyone's account from the website <laughs> <laughs> but like it is it is like really successful and it is funny how it's way more successful than all the other attempts at this like remaniacs yeah. or what what's remaniacs part two called um, oh, oh God, God, what's what up now, now or something like that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's significantly more successful than that. It's more successful than like James O'Brien's thing, which he's very pleased with. Um, and I am certain that it is because it's like they're short episodes. <laughs> That's a yes. big thing. And the fact that it's so surface, because whenever they go into long detail on something, they do start to get real snippy. And it starts to like fall apart a bit. Like when they were starting to talk about <laughs> Iraq for longer than forty minutes, it started to get like, uh, uh, "This is all gibberish." <laughs> to be fair, but that's far longer than Alistair Campbell's ever been interrogated <laughs> on Iraq. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I find, they find this bit um, in that terrible like fawning Guardian article, uh, like talking about the audience again. Um, uh, is is the who, who wrote this piece of drivel? Um, is like, uh, Holy, is that you? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> somebody fucking else. Um, but like they, uh, you know, they, they they attend the show as well, and it's just just fucking terrible. Like it's uh, whatever. I won't go into it. But like the last paragraph is like she is she walks out uh, with like the rest of the with, with the rest of the audience, and then it's over at last, and we all trail out into the cool of the night. Does the crowd seem happy? Did the rest of politics live meet their expectations? My analysis is that yes, they do. And yes, it did. Oh. <laughs> this oh. is my vibe check. <laughs> was, sorry, was the, was the sentence there constructed that yes, they do happy? Yeah. <laughs> I want that kind of boat tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was very enjoyable, wasn't it? I hear a woman say to her friend in a voice I would describe as a Yorkshire person myself as exuding a full sense of value for money. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> like these, I am like, this is... <laughs> what do they even do in their live ones? Do they just like shoot the it's, shit? It's or do be they just, talk about the just... news? It's got to be get, the um, fucking they get Matthew Corbett in and just do the suit you show for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that would be worth the 200 odd quid. Yeah. And I find that I feel quite happy too for all that I've had no supper. You know, this, this is just fucking bricks. Um, 
People are said to be sick and tired of politics. We're told they're disengaged and dangerously cynical. But perhaps the success of the rest is politics tells a different story. It is politicians and their behavior that appall us. The dissemination of of important, interesting information is another matter altogether. Ideas. Some of us crave those still. There's no ideas in this this fucking podcast. I'd say its success is fully proof of the people's disinterest in politics because it's just like kind of PR and it's just Mm. like it's PRification of politics. It's all just. Yeah, but that's what people want. They want to go back to a time when politics wasn't worrying. Yeah. When they didn't have to be reminded on the school run in their SUV that they're killing the fucking planet. Mm hmm. When like all of their fucking relatives weren't yelling at them on Facebook because they like hadn't fucking do you know what I mean? Yeah. Agreed with them that like actually like Sadiq Khan has like fucking built a, a satanic cemetery beneath <laughs> the city of London <laughs> and is planning to fucking like do you know what I mean? Summon forth like the devil himself <laughs> to impose like a fucking do you know what I mean? A traffic free zone with with mid uh, mandatory knife crime. <laughs> when I I walk the dog quite a lot by the by the big super sewer. And they say it's a sewer, but to me it just looks like a big hole, and God knows what he's doing in that big hole. Why is he building such a big hole? Why do you need that big hole? Is he going to pull the cars in the big hole? Hopefully. This is me announcing I'm running for London Mayor. Yeah, (laughs) cars. Yeah, I'm going to fill the super sewer up with cars. (laughs) Sadiq Khan climbing into the big hole and being like, this is my Sharia big hole, you cannot come into my Sharia big hole. (laughs) I'm just waiting like 10 years time when we're getting like fucking, do you know what I mean? Scoldings from like the fucking, like uh, the water department about like, oh, there's fat bergs. You better stop flushing these like fucking Ford Kias. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, it is. I do think that they're like this, this this podcast in particular, like, well, I can't get over, it, especially in like the little patter ones, like where they don't, where they don't interview anybody who's like nominally whatever. Is just they all they do is just like provide. What they don't provide is actually like any material analysis or answers to any of these burning problems. What they provide to their sixty billion plus audience, I think, is just like shit for them to say the next time they have to talk politics to someone or like you know yeah. they're like they, these yeah. are people who call themselves oh yeah i'm a i'm, I'm a you know on their cv you know they're right like fan of politics or some some yeah like asinine shit like that and yeah, you know they like, just it's perfectly bite-sized moments for either talking to someone like at a dinner party or like Oof. when you're having a pint before getting the train home or to where... put in your fucking profile on a dating site Politics yes. junkie. That yes. Uh, 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 just the worst fucking people. I, I, <laughs> speaking of the like <laughs> points before uh, getting on the tube, uh, it just made me remi- uh, read over the uh, this note in my in my death note. Uh, Alistair, <laughs> Alistair Campbell spends several minutes talking about his reality TV show, Make Me Prime Minister. Um, I, I wasn't really familiar with this, but I looked at the uh, I did I looked at the Wikipedia article and the, uh, re- the re- under the reception segment it says uh, much of the critical response to the program was negative, with multiple reviews drawing <laughs> negative comparisons to business themed TV reality series The Apprentice. So yeah. like they can't even couldn't even come up with an original idea for a reality TV show. <laughs> Would it surprise you to know that Rob wanted to do an episode on that? 
We still might. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds dreadful. I mean, just like so. Uh, Campbell was trying to like sing his praises about uh, the people on this on this show, and I'm sure they're perfectly nice people Something. when you're like talking to them one to one or whatever. But like, it's just the platitudes thing again. It's like, wow, these these normal average people are so inspiring for for our politics, and it's like. Dude, like, just shut the fuck up. Like, you're set. You're just hitting the fucking thesaurus on, like, you know, good, and just putting all those fucking words in there about why <sighs> these normal people, sure, if you say so, um, are mean mean anything to like the political system at all. Mm. Well, I um, think what I do think that this podcast does really work is like they're not. The people who listen to this aren't as bad as like your granddad who reads Nick Cohen and thinks you're a communist. <laughs> uh, well, knows you. no, swear, ch- cusses you out for being a communist. Calls you a communist for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's on the pipeline. <laughs> and the ones who write in the multiple letters are further along that pipeline. Like the mental gymnastics you have to go through to not only write one letter in to Alistair Campbell, but when you get to like seven. And he still hasn't responded. <laughs> and you're like, please, sir, pay attention to me. That's like just, it's around that point where I think you buy your first copy of London is Star. <laughs> <laughs> Un- unless, of course, those letters are death threats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horrifying concept the Alistair Campbell reply guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, that's, I, I genuinely think that, like, what. What these people want, and what I think genuinely their audience wants, is for is a for things to quote unquote go back to normal, where the sensibles are back in charge again. Because they all, mm-hmm. you know, it's never stated or promised, but they all, in the heart of hearts, these freaks all believe that, like, if only Keir Starmer was back in charge, of course he was lying to us, and like, well, you know, they won't, they will accept not even like being back in the single market or anything, but they will accept, you know, just like, oh, we'll just it'll be nicer again. And and yeah. I think they will get their wish. I really think they will at this point. I think they will get their Keir Starmer wish of sensibles back in charge. And then I think whenever is that shits up, like five years down the line or something, uh, uh, you know. And, and are one- you are you um, excited for a future where, like, say, the Gulf Stream fucking turn the jet stream or whatever the fuck they call it turns off, and Britain, like, fucking, do you know what I mean? Is just entirely destroyed by a climate catastrophe and all of these dipshits and their final words are that this is the fault of like us for holding labor up in two elections when we could have we could have had like a fucking do you know what i mean we could have had like david Miliband in charge we wouldn't have done brexit and we would have won the election in like 2017 and everything would have been fucking perfect we'd have, no, we'd have solved climate change forever personally what i'm looking forward to is being accused of fucking up Starmer getting elected. That'll mm-hmm. be even funnier because I will ab- absolutely fucking cop to that. And I'll be very I mean, that, that will be too. very funny. But like, what I do think, Jamie, to 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 your point is like, I, I agree. And I think what will happen is like five years down the line when, as you say, the Gulfstream has collapsed and obviously like being nice and responsible and not p- spending any money and just like bending to the merest whims of like the craziest fucking, you know, Tories in the world is like... Um, is you know when 
the populists and whoever the fuck is running the Tory party by then, you know, get back in on a platform of, you know, beheading people who like, uh, you know, who vote for a, a low emission zone or, you know, have, have ever looked at a, a trans person without immediately betraying them to the police um, is, uh, is, is like... I think the a they'll blame us. I think David, for sure, you're right about that. That you know it was you know rem- that that like it was like I don't know Corbinite holdovers in their bunkers or sort of something who did it to them. And I think they'll turn around and be like, "Well, it was well, it wasn't our fault." You know, as the fucking seas rise, these people will still claim the moral high ground and say, "Actually, we did everything correct. It was just you know you, the stupid people, and the evil populists who led you." who are responsible for all this fucking madness. Because that's like, in the end, that's also what Rory Stewart and Alistair Campbell say. Yes, under our regimes, hundreds of thousands might have died in Iraq and in Britain and everywhere around the world. And yes, everything might have like gone to shit. And yes, we might have sold off the water. And yes, we might have, you know, not done anything about climate change when we had a window to actually fucking fix something. But we did it nicely. And now the nice people are no longer in charge. It's the fault of you, you stupid fucking disgusting pig dog uh populists who who should know better because why didn't you listen to this fucking podcast more i can't i can't wait until like people are fucking do you know what i mean collapsing in the street from the heat wave and then burning to death on the fucking pavement and they're blaming it on brexit somehow (laughs) oh they will these people will do that yeah if the gulf stream collapses it might just fully fucking ice ages so i genuinely hope that these people stay as warm as possible as long as possible, purely after the fucking rage that they're going to have when Keir Starmer doesn't get elected, and he could have cleared. No, David, David, you've, you've got that entirely wrong. Because then they don't have to take their dog on ski holiday abroad anymore, so everything will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, Star- when Starmer goes into the next election, offering literally nothing, and the Tories destroy them by offering legal weed for everyone apart from single mothers, <laughs> and, and they'll win in a landslide. <laughs> And then yeah, there will be a shout out again. Even even though like I I've been told off already a bunch because I've said I'm not voting Labour, and it's like like by people around here, it's like I live in the, one of the safest Labour seats. Nothing I vote will ever matter. <laughs> not my <laughs> no, fault. You can't get fucking Stella Creasy out there with like a fucking crowbar, even if you wanted to. Never, never. I've I've seen how much room she takes up in the um, in the shop with her double pram. <laughs> <laughs> It well, does that's only good. It annoys me. Know. She tweets on. She tweets while she's in the shop, and she takes up the queue. <laughs> well, that's only because you know it, she wasn't allowed to leave her baby literally in the house chamber. So you know, if she was allowed to do that, you everything would be fine. I love though she that that whole thing that she was doing to help mothers when she's got a crash there. <laughs> yeah, they already have a crash in the house well. of parliament, and like like. Childcare around here is a fucking nightmare. Well, childcare everywhere is a fucking nightmare. But in, like in her constituency, she could do something here. Nah, fuck that shit. No, yeah, of course. Well, that's hard work. Yeah, yeah, that sounds exactly. That sounds like work. Um, anyway, I think at this point, unless we have, uh, does anybody have like some final, final important thoughts of things they were listening to? The uh, the the fucking music was dog shit. Yes. Oh, it's awful. Yes. Yeah. It was awful. like the worst, the worst fucking part of it. It you know sets I mean? the tone like, of like this kind just, of yeah, just smug, so empty fucking insufferable. Jazz. Yeah, yeah, smug is the word for it. Like, yeah, awful. <laughs> just sets the tone, ready to like feel sick. That being said, I will probably listen to more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still listen to that garbage. 
yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes on, on, I need to feel something. Uh, so I listen on, to them to hurt. Uh, so I so I made a note about the music, and on uh, sort of in the same note, I've also put um, after we get out of the audio book section, the audio quality is absolute dog shit. <laughs> Just another yeah. minor gripe about the. Uh, Which comes yeah, from this podcast as well. Like yeah. we're qualified <laughs> to talk about dog shit audio, and holy fuck. These- these cunts are paying, charging £200 a fucking ticket. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to, like, do a Zoom call from between, like, Doha and Marseille when, <laughs> while Alistair Campbell's on the back of a bike or stuck in a swimming pool somewhere. It's hard to record anything like that. <laughs> Deleting the ladders so the cunt can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also, like, at the beginning where they have the little plug of, like, oh, yeah, you can... Because, like, I think... You can pay for like ad free stuff, and it's like you can, yeah, a couple quid above. The one I listened to didn't they had that at the start saying, Oh, we want to hear it ad free, and there were no adverts in the one I listened to, apart from apart from the two bookends of like them just saying you can get this ad free. And I was like, It's the only uh, do you know what I mean? It's the only ad, the one that they're fucking. I don't know how actually, I don't know how ads work on Apple Podcasts though, where I was listening to it because it's entirely possible. They did have a bit where like fucking Alistair Campbell went, like, Oh, let's take a quick break, and then there was like 10 seconds of like insufferable yeah, jazz, just, and yeah. then we're back. Yeah, what, same like, what like, yeah, ad blocker yeah. got rid of it or something. Yeah, it probably There's, was. Um, they have an option for like paying the money to get to be part of their members' chat area, which I imagine oh, is yeah, just, like, I fucking that. Harry's place. It must be just like that. Just like used to like psychopaths. Yeah, I, oh, I do wonder like how long it would take all of us to like get banned from like the members only chat area. Not not long at all. Um but I'm not willing to pay to fucking find out, so fuck them. The ad that I got was um was for the However, if new- someone if someone wants to like, you know, if, like you know, we're not gonna pay money for that. If someone wants to give us the money to, to join their fucking premium thing, I will happily spend it on crisps. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine all the great things you'd get in their premium thing. You'd end up have. I bet you they've got like mult. It's not better than fucking crisps, is it? <laughs> but a multi-page, a multi-page thread of just like arguments after arguments about which is the best Stone Roses album. <laughs> Be beautiful. Things your wife does that really piss you off. <laughs> Oh, I bet there's a lot of complaining about wives. Oh, 100%, yeah. That's going to be easily oh. the longest fucking thread on the forums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely unlocked by a moderator because they're all complicit. <laughs> Regularly infiltrated by divorce lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah, the, the ads, the only ad that I got was a, a little fucking thing that Campbell did himself for the, the New European in which he mentioned not for the first time on that episode about how he'd signed a thousand books for them. Oh. Just so you know, he's got books available too. Fucking, oh. I'm just, I, I, don't, I don't... Yeah, it's fucking... relentless cross-plugging, especially of Alistair yeah. Campbell's like, fucking shit. Yeah, it's very funny for Alistair Campbell on his own podcast to do an advert for the New European and then use that to advertise his book. There were a lot of people Don't you dare call them grifters. <laughs> there were a lot of people in the um in the reviews complaining about him plugging his book, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah i think uh you know whilst we have whilst we have arrived at the sort of natural point uh speaking of plugs uh shall we unless anybody has more to add shall we yeah, we've reached the natural nadia yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think before we do our plugs, uh, yeah, you, you should still listen to uh, We Don't Talk About The Weather. I don't care if it's like years old at this point, but you really should. It's still good. I still listen yeah. to old episodes because like, I'm sad. It still remains painfully relevant. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of grim for that. <laughs> oh, but yeah, um, do, do listen to We Don't Talk About The Weather if you haven't before. It's yeah. a really good podcast. Um, and, nag, and- nag Adam on Twitter. To, yeah. Like, yeah, which was, which account so does he record. respond to the most? Because I keep like trying to get at the, him at the pod account. The but... podcast, the pod, the pod one. Yeah, the pod one is the one he looks, the one he's got on his phone all the time. All right, so yeah, if you listen, if you listen to us, then definitely nag um, at wdtat w underscore podcast. Fucking fucking disgusting. Literally, nobody is fucking writing that down. Like it took Adam. Yields to get that right, Rob. So don't feel bad. <laughs> he was he still gets it wrong all the time, and I have to edit it constantly. <laughs> oh fucking hell! So yeah, um, do that, Nag Adam. Get more episodes. Do you want me to just? Do you want me to just give you his Dudleyest Warrior? You can use that for your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for us, you can get more episodes on the bonus feed. That's patreon.com forward slash praxiscast. You can watch us on Twitch Wednesdays and Thursdays most of the time. Um, that is Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday evenings, that is. That's twitch.tv forward slash praxiscast. You can get merch, which is praxiscast.tml.com. We have t-shirts and other um, wearables. And yeah, uh, we'll catch you again very soon. I think we'll have the bonus out shortly, actually. So yeah, look forward to that. Yeah. And next week, we're back doing like David's favourite episode ever. Yes, next week is the first, um, we don't know what may be the first episode or it may just be a long episode, I don't know, but we're going to talk about Andor for at least fucking three hours, <laughs> probably over the course of a couple of nights, and I can't fucking wait. Uh, yeah. I'm busy killing myself that night, unfortunately, so. No, I'm afraid not, you are watching it, motherfucker, and you will enjoy it. <laughs> going to get me on the recording like that fucking Pope. <laughs> yeah honestly honestly you'll you'll fucking you'll be happy with Andor by the time i make you watch the fucking thing i've been watching lately we're <laughs> doing an episode on this what the fuck have you been watching uh honestly lila put me onto it so there you go that should give you oh, an idea of how fucking fucking wept. It all right <laughs> yeah anyway uh yeah uh, yeah so like you sat through this but like you probably won't even be on the Andor episode. It's like a pen- palate cleanser, so, you know. <laughs> it sucks to be you. <laughs> it, it always sucks to be me. But thank you for having me on, and thank you for even... like You didn't even like push me that hard. I just jumped straight into it. I know, you <laughs> did. My fault. I know. <laughs> All I had to yeah. do was offer you the first days for free. I'm so proud of me. Yeah, Hugh, yeah. do you want to drive yourself insane? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I think that was pretty much the message. <laughs> but I think Very we have already folks. agreed that that he and I both will start listening to that uh, uh, George Osborne ad balls politics uh, podcast yeah. that's going to come out. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> yeah, see ya. Bye. Right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.